Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I have no idea what triggered this, but I had a Halloween memory from my 20s pop into my head about an hour ago. And... I actually had to think, I'm like, was it, did it, was that true? Did that actually happen? And it is true. And it did actually happen. And I laughed out loud by myself. I feel like Halloween is really great in two phases of life. One is when you're like between four and 10 years old, trick or treating. And the other is when you're in your 20s. Oh, you think you're going out, you're yeah. dressing up, you're, you know, I met an ex-boyfriend. At a Halloween party. What were you guys each dressed as? No, we were. He was dressed as E.T. or Elliot and E.T. Yep. And I was dressed as a firefighter. I think if a sexy firefighter, because that's what women do on Halloween. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I I have trouble calling myself like sexy. Like, I just think that's weird. But I did wear like a pencil skirt and like a tank top. Yeah. So it's not like risque, but. I, um, I wish this was about like, first of all, if you meet your significant other at a Halloween party, like, or on Halloween night, when you guys are in costume, I think for the duration of your relationship, you have to refer to yourself by the character. So you were, you needed to be firefighter, whoever, and he needed to be Elliot, no matter what his name was. Mm. Cause it's, that's, that's how you met. Um, but no, this is not about a big party. Like going out, throwing down in my twenties. This is just about a sad, lonely boy living alone in Tucson, Arizona, and not thinking that people would come trick or treating at his apartment complex door, but they did. And I did not have candy. Well, did you answer the door? Yep. Why? Because I don't know. It felt like the right thing to do. So I improvised. And to this day, I am both proud of myself and humiliated that there are eight children in Tucson, Arizona, who all got a slice of individually wrapped Kraft white American cheese. You did not. Yes, I did. (laughs) That is so nasty. So I looked for something that would make a noise, you know, when it went into the bag. Oh, so they didn't know what you were putting in the bag until they got home. Yeah, I just jammed my hand right in the bag. Like I was, it was, I was like a, <laughs> I was like a, a street magician in New York City. Sleight of hands with the cards. I was like, boom, cheese, 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 cheese. And they're walking around the whole night. And by the time they get home, it'll be like flimsy cheese. And then they're sorting their candy and they're like chocolate, chocolate, Twizzler, Twizzler, Smarties, chocolate, gummy bear, raisin, eh, cheese. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. 
Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Halloween with a little one. It just, oh, I'm so excited. It just hits different when you got a tiny. I didn't realize that, but it does. It does. And we don't even have anywhere to go, but we do have a costume. And I am under instruction by one Jeff Dollar to not tell anyone what the costume is because it must be a surprise. Yeah, I love surprises. <laughs> You're really excited about this, aren't you? Yeah, it's a slice of cheese in honor of my yeah. two son. Jeff's going to be a mouse. Halloween. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for access to healthy food. Yesterday, I totally forgot to put my list together of five things, kind of like five little pieces of relationship advice that I have learned in the course of my marriage to Jeff. And we've been married for five years as of Friday. And I put together five things that I think are just great. And they're nothing that anyone's ever heard before on this show. Top show. Oh, now you're showing off because I I know myself. Mm -hmm. I I was believing that you didn't have anything on your list because living with me is just so easy Mm -hmm. that it doesn't require any advice. Right. Just here I am. How lucky are you? And this is what I live with every single day. Number one, be willing to say, I'm sorry. You might not mean it every time you say it (laughs) right in the moment. However, that is a big, very helpful thing in marriage. Jeff Dollar, agree or disagree? A hundred percent agree, but don't say it. Like you got to work yourself up to mean it on some level. If you don't have a poker face, you know what I mean? I mean it in The way of, I don't want to be fighting with you anymore, even if I don't think what I did was wrong, but I'll say, I'm sorry in that way. So it is sincere in that way. It might not be sincere in terms of like. Cause I feel like if I threw a fake, I'm sorry, your way, you'd know it in a heartbeat. Cause you can always tell. Yeah. You don't apologize a lot though. Well, you have to be wrong in order to apologize. (laughs) Oh, okay. This is, yeah. This is um, one of the interesting things about our relationship. I'm definitely always the first one to say I'm sorry, which I don't have a problem with. That is not true. I say I'm sorry a couple of, I've said I'm sorry a couple first? of times first. When? It doesn't happen a lot because I, yeah. <laughs> admittedly, I'm not good at that. But oh, you don't think you're good at it or no. you just think that you're, do you feel sorry though? Or do you just feel like, is it a stubborn thing or is it like a, I know I'm right thing? Oh, I don't know. But I, I know a lot of it is um, a stupid pride thing. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't like, know what, that. Regardless just... of whether, like, I couldn't even tell you how many times, like, I thought I was right versus how I thought you were right. But mm-hmm. but um, I do know that I'm a person who's like, well, I'm not going to say anything. Cause, yeah. Well, I do think that me saying I'm sorry has been really helpful to our relationship. Even if I was still frustrated, like, I'm sorry, doesn't mean the end of frustration. It doesn't mean it just means, Hey, I don't like the way that things are right now. And I'm going to try to fix them for the future. Number two, decide what your relationship priority is and make every decision based on that priority. Ooh, that's good. And two, what's our relationship priority? Um, partnership. 
Oh, doing it being being equal each, partners. Each other's other 50% or whatever. Yeah. Well, no, not being each other's 50%, but it's No, I know what you're saying, but like being equal. Yeah, I mean, but, Jeff and I both came from long-term relationships where we didn't have equal partnership whatsoever, and I feel like that was really important to both of us. So we talked about that very early on of I want a partner. So every decision that we make, and I know every decision I make when I'm choosing how to like behave towards Jeff or what to say yes to, or how to handle even little things. Like if he's like, Hey, can you go to the grocery store on your way home? My answer is yes, because I can. And I would want him to do the same thing for me. So, you know, it's partnership is our word. And I base every choice that I make almost, um, when I'm being good, (laughs) you know, (laughs) on that word, you know, who posted something really interesting um, about partnership the other day. Who? It, this is just a coincidence, but it was um, Mama Tot, our new friend Ophelia. Oh, what'd she say? She said that her husband came into the house and uh, said, hey, I got to go run some errands. I'm going to Walmart. You want to go with me? And she said, no, because she didn't feel like going and could tell by the look on his face that he was bummed. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, I'll be back, you know, in an hour or whatever. And he got in the car and left. And she said it bothered her because she knew that it wasn't about going to Walmart and picking up whatever he had to buy at Walmart. It was, he wanted to hang out with her. Mm -hmm. So she's like, you know what? Let me call him. So she calls him and says, how far away are you? Um, If you're, you know, within 10 minutes, will you come back and, and pick me up? I need a couple of things. And he's like, yeah, like she could practically hear the, the tires squealing. But that's partnership right there. Like that's like if you, she didn't feel like going to Walmart but knew it was something that he needed. And I think that's when I was trying to say 50-50 at the beginning. That's what I was talking about. Like sometimes you make yourself a little uncomfortable to make the other person comfortable, more comfortable mm-hmm. and just trust that it all balances out in the end. Number three, when it comes to family, it's smart to listen, but do not get involved in family debates. This is something that my mom taught me when I was really young, and I don't even remember what the context of it was, but I have never forgotten it. And she said, whatever you say about someone's family, you can't ever take back. And even if it's true, or even if that's the way they feel, if you like jump in on the oh, my family is annoying because of this or whatever, there's still a really big opportunity to hurt their feelings. Yeah. And you can't ever take that back. So when you're in like a marriage and hopefully, you know, it's a really long time or that's your forever, um, you can't ever take back, oh, I hate your cousin or, oh, your aunt is such a jerk or whatever, even if it's true, and you're still going to be with that cousin. You're still going to be with that aunt at every Thanksgiving, right. at every family reunion, at every family picnic, all of that. You, they're still there. Right. And it just becomes a thing where like, okay, what if that aunt does something nice for you? Then you feel like you can't express joy to your significant other about that person because it's branded as someone they don't like now. So it's best to just nod your head and be like, yeah, that must be so frustrating or yeah, that's really aggravating. But to, to talk negatively about someone else's family. I will never forget that lesson. My mom taught me that so long ago and it's so true. Number four, think before you speak, even if you have to ask for time 
bef- to speak. Oh, this is great advice outside of um, even marriages. The ability to say, I need to pause and process what's happening and I'll be right back with you is so powerful. Or I need a couple of minutes to think about this or, hey, yes. can I get back to you later or, you know, whatever it is that can really help clarify thoughts. And I will say that I think you and I are very intentional about doing this in our relationship. It has been so beneficial to just say, Hey, I need, I need some time to like think through this. Can we come back to this in a little bit? And usually things are way better after you've had time to think about what you want to say instead of just spitting out what comes to your mind. Because a lot of times in fights, you feel defensive and you're just ready to fight and whatever that means is going to come out of your mouth. You're so much better at that than I am. I, if like, if there's a fight or an argument going on, I, the world must stop until it's resolved. And the thought of pausing is like, what, what do you mean? We're going to, we're going to go to separate rooms and be angry with each other. No, let's hash this out. And you do a good job of like de-escalating me and being like, we'll pick back up. Let's just take a break. That's a compliment. And number five, play the game like you're on the same team. That is one of the things I love most about our relationship is we're always on the same team, always on the same team. And that's like a big focus for us. And it's important to do that even when you're physically like not both present. Um, and I, uh, and I, hopefully this is what you're talking about, but I try to really avoid saying things like, oh, Callie doesn't like that. Like, you same, know, yeah. It has to be a same, mm-hmm. t- like it's a joint decision, even if it's something dumb like, you know, picking up fabric for a couch or something. Right. Like, I never want to say to the salesperson, like, oh, she doesn't want to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That's a stupid example. That was, that was dumb. But you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You don't, I mean, it's like a solidarity thing. You know what I mean? Like you are like a unit and yeah, I think that's, that's all there is to say. Anyways, those are my five things that I've learned. Um, I didn't realize that those kind of sounded like conflict, but I feel like those are the hardest ones to tackle because everyone knows, oh, like date your spouse. Oh, you know. Like always remember birthdays and anniversaries and celebrate good things and go on a date. Well, that stuff's the, not the easy stuff, but that stuff you hear all the time. So I thought I would tackle some of the harder, more awkward things that maybe people don't talk about. I wonder if those are the real, like, cause you and I really don't argue that much, like a couple of times a year, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe. And I wonder if we are subconsciously doing those things enough that it actually nips the arguments in the bud. Does that make sense? What do you mean? Like maybe things that would escalate to be an argument don't because we have kind of trained ourselves to do the whole, let's take a break or, you know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really proud of that. I, before, and I'm still a little bit stubborn. I don't know if you would use that adjective to describe me. I would. But I think that before, I was in a relationship with you. I was ultra stubborn to a fault, like to the point where I would get in a fight with my boyfriend and I would walk out and slam the door and then be like, I'm not texting him. He didn't, can text me. And then you tell me that, um, 
Weren't you guys living together, but you didn't speak for like three days or something? Yeah, because he was more stubborn than I was. So we just marched around the house. We slept in the same bed and did not talk for three days. What? I mean, we, uh, he, what? (laughs) The bunk beds. Yeah, yeah, bunk beds in the apartment that we shared together. That's, that's it. Last week you were talking about moving um, or creating stuff that's just on a done list. So like you have your to-do list, but you should also take the time to make a done list like at the end of every day and just download everything you've done. Yeah. And here's the thing. It doesn't even have to be, you know, at the end of the day, it can be anytime during the day, but this is actually a thing like media have covered it. People have written blogs on it. Experts have talked about it. And we tend to say, okay, because it wasn't on my to-do list of, okay, today I need to go to the grocery store. Today I need to get my oil changed or whatever it is. Just because it's not on that list doesn't mean we didn't have a productive day. So, you know, I got my kids dressed. I turned in a proposal. I, you know, got my email inbox cleaned up at work. All of these little things we don't give ourselves credit for because they weren't on the original list. So people are taking the idea of a done list where you write down the things that you actually did accomplish. That might be why I saw this article on Lifehacker about self-efficacy. I hope I'm saying that right. Mm -hmm. But it's basically the belief that you can do a thing. And it says if you're undertaking a new project, even if it's one that you've never done before. So like if you are going to become uh, a writer, but you've never written, you want to write a novel, but you've never really written anything longer than a school paper, right? But Mm -hmm. you want to be a writer. It can be really, really daunting and play games in your, you know, mess with your head to not have like some accomplishment under your belt. This theory is that you should think of things that you have done before and accomplished that doesn't even have anything to do with writing just successes that you've had and that manipulates your brain and changes the way your neurons fire and changes the chemicals in your brain. So it adjusts your thinking to move you from a self-doubter, which most people naturally are like, oh, a novel. How am I going to write 300 pages? I don't even know. I've never done, never taken a writing class. It moves you from that to Oh, I, of course I can do this. Look at all these other things that I've accomplished that at one time I wasn't experienced in. Right. It kind of like gives you the confidence, the like, I don't want to say fake confidence, but kind of gives you this little sense of security that you wouldn't have if you're looking at it as as an overall picture being like, I've never done this before. Well, as a, as a species, we always look to the things always fall to the negative. You know what I'm saying? Like that I'm not going to be able to do this. This is too. I'm going to fail at this. People are going to make fun of me. Yeah. There's, I think as a species, we're generally more pessimistic. So this is kind of forced optimism. And uh, I I don't know. I'm going to try it. I think it's, I think it's worth, it certainly cannot hurt to think about previous wins, even if they're unrelated to the current task you're undertaking for sure with how much we rely on devices sometimes you forget about the hardware that you're born with like your ears same as fingerprints ears are different for everybody but ear pods and ear buds and headphones are made 
for everyone. How about something perfectly customized for your ear? That's what UE Fits is, Ultimate Ears Fits. They sit inside your ear and you start the molding experience. They actually shape to your ear and the fit is so comfortable compared to other earbuds. You can actually feel the earbud gently warming up as it fits and molds to your ear. This is truly a custom earbud just for you. Not only is it going to be terrific sound and an incredible battery life, but it's also going to give you an easy out when somebody asks you the disgusting question like, hey, can I use your earphones? Be like, nah, man, they're just for me. And also, I don't want your grimy ear stuff in my ear, so no. That's a gross question. You shouldn't have asked it anyways. If you try Fits and don't love them as much as I do, no worries. Ultimate Ears has a 30-day money-back guarantee. Plus, you'll get free shipping, free returns, and a one-year warranty. For a limited time, get 15% off your pair of Ultimate Ears Fits True Wireless Earbuds. Go to ue.com slash fits and use promo code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 15% off with promo code UPSIDE at ue.com slash fits. Have you ever had a breakout come at the worst possible time? I know that I have. Two weeks ago, I had the biggest <laughs> nose and I felt like everyone could see it. There's people coming into work now. And I feel like that's what everyone was staring at, even though they're not. And that is the worst feeling when you feel uncomfortable in your own skin. We've all had struggles with our skin, and that's why we are so excited to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. All you have to do is fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and your medical history. Then snap a few selfies of your problem areas and your dermatologist will create a customized treatment plan and send it to you. I mean, mine was sent to me overnight. It's so fast. Apostrophe treats acne and they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots, which has been a concern of mine for so long. I've had such a great experience with using apostrophe. It is so nice to know that I have a real dermatologist that my plan was tailored just for me and that submitting the visit was quick. I did it at like 1030 at night and I woke up the next morning with a plan in my inbox. I didn't even have to schedule an appointment. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use the code upside. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. Then use our code upside at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E.com slash upside and use that code upside to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. We thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this podcast. Who, what, where says that celebrities are far from immune from the draw of Rothy's wildly popular shoes. Pop Sugar named Rothy's one of the most comfortable and cute flats you'll never tire of wearing. And Forbes calls Rothy's men's shoes a travel must have. 
all over the news, Rothy's is, and you heard about it first over a year ago, right here on the upside. Well, Rothy's is doing something super special and super rare. They've got a discount just for upside listeners. We'll tell you about that in a second. But first, I want to make an announcement. Men, Rothy's has men's shoes now. So go to rothys.com slash upside. Check out all they have to offer. I know from watching Callie take care of her Rothy's, get the shoes, get them dirty, wash them, let them air dry, and put them back on your feet. They'll look as good as new, and they don't lose any shape. They don't lose any comfort. Ladies, pay attention. For the third year in a row, Rothy's is launching an exclusive autumn collection featuring washable merino wool styles in a ton of colors, patterns, and styles. And of course, they're incredibly comfortable, but they're also 100% machine washable. To help you welcome the fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. They are going to give Upside listeners a chance to take advantage of a rare Rothy's discount. Right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Head to rothys.com slash upside. Find your new favorites today and take advantage of this very rare deal. $20 off your first purchase. rothys.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day is breathe. It's just a bad day, not a bad life. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, if you are a person who tends to buy one more thing just to get free shipping online, here's a little life hack for you. Make that one more thing instead of being something that you don't really need. Make it a gift card. <gasps> then you can redeem it. Genius. I do that all the time. Not Me the too. gift card part, but I yep. almost have this challenge with myself. Of like how close? How close can I get without going crazy over? Because yeah. I don't want to spend an extra twenty dollars. But if I'm five dollars away from free yep. shipping, what can I find? I'm my mind is blown. That is the best tip I have heard in a really long time. If you cannot sing or play a musical instrument, you should blame your parents. A study of two hundred and eighty sets of twins determined that. Uh, four-fifths of musical ability is genetic with only 20% coming from lessons. So hmm. my hopes of Ellie being a killer piano player by age four diminished yeah. even more. Uh, and my final random thing, where is it? Oh, my final random thing. Uh, this is just for my dad. This is, um, and also, you know what? This one's also for your Aunt Effie. Okay. There's a 106-year-old woman in Pennsylvania uh, when she was asked, how did you live to be 106 years old every day? Or uh, how did you live to be 106 years old? She said, every day I drink a beer. She has a yingling beer every single day. Oh, my gosh. And attributes that to her longevity. And the brewery, um, yingling, is based in Pennsylvania. So they heard about this story and sent her a big old gift. I love it. Jeff's dad's favorite beer, beer is Yingling. So that always makes us think of him. And then Effie, when we went to Kentucky, my great aunt Effie, who was 95 last weekend, she had Bud Light in her fridge. They were these little Bud Light <laughs> bottles. They were like not 
a full-size bottle because she offered me a beer. And if if a 95-year-old woman offered you a beer, you say yes. Yes, you do. And I had the beer. And it was like a small, it was like the bottle you would expect a 95-year-old woman to be drinking out of. I love it. Because, yeah, I think she said something like, that's all I need. Right. So uh, those are my three random things. Jeff's big takeaway from our Kentucky trip a couple weeks ago was that he was very sad that we went to this bison elk nature preserve and saw nothing. We saw like the butt of a bison. Walking away. Walking away from and us. And who knows if it was even really a bison. I mean, technically, they it could have just been a fluffy cow. It was so far away. We didn't know. <laughs> I thought it was beautiful. Jeff was like, I feel like Kentucky owes me $5. Yesterday in the mail, we got a, a letter from my cousin Betty with a $5 bill in it. So, Jeff, you officially have gotten your $5 back from Kentucky. I appreciate that. She sent it on behalf of all the citizens of Kentucky as an apology for there being no bison <laughs> or no elk. I would, you know what? I would like to to know if anyone has, because I did get messages from a couple of people, two or three, not a lot, but like two or three messages from people saying, I've been there. I've driven through that too. And I've never seen a bison or an elk. I wonder if it's just a big joke. Do you think the state of Kentucky is playing a joke on the other 49 of us? Just laughing at at people be like, ha ha. Yeah. It is really beautiful though. Yeah. That's what we talked about last week. It should just be advertised as a really beautiful field. And then when you see the butt of a bison, it's a bonus. It's a bonus bison butt. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Here's something for us to look forward to, Callie, and I promise you there are people listening right now who are going to hear this story and be like, yeah, that sounds about right. But Lauren Gordon decided to count the number of times her three-year-old said, hey, mom, in one 24-hour period. Okay. Would you like to guess how many times this three-year-old boy said, hey, mom, in one 24-hour period? And actually, you know what? 24-hour isn't even the um, exact time because his alarm goes off at 6 15 a.m and she put him in bed at 8 27 p.m so how many hey moms in those 14 ish hours i'm gonna say 346 you're so close am i 330 oh 17 times in the first nine minutes of the day she said (laughs) between 6 15 and 6 24 17 times By lunch, it was up to 256, and by bedtime, it was 3.30. She said it would have been higher, except she has an office in the basement that she was able to sneak down to for a couple of hours because she had to get some work done. 
330 times. I'm so looking forward to those days. Hey, mom. Oh, you think? Mm-hmm. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm not being sarcastic at all. Hey, mom. 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 Oh my gosh, Jeff. I did the laundry soda on my daughter's super stinky volleyball gear. And it's like her stuff is brand new in terms of what it smells like. It didn't get out like all the dirt, which is totally fine. But like there's no stinky volleyball nonsense in her knee pads or her elbow pads or her backpack. And I never in a million years would have thought that was possible. So I'm super excited about... Um, the laundry soda trick, and I am going to use that on anything I can find now. Thanks. Bye. Tis the season of food, also known to me as the season of pie. I love the pie. Me Undies is here with the softest and stretchiest undies in the game, so you can be ready for seconds and thirds. MeUndies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin, even post-Thanksgiving dinner. MeUndies has a ton of styles and prints to choose from, and the underwear is so comfortable, you won't even know it's there. The hipster style has become a go-to for me, and they have crazy prints, right? But they also have basic solids, which I love. With both adventurous prints and basic stables to choose from, there are plenty of ways to match everyone in the family. Give your gratitude some attitude this Thanksgiving with Me Undies. They have undies and loungewear made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are perfect for everything from pre-dinner activities to post-dinner naps. Seriously, you will not even care that the turkey's a little dry with undies this comfortable. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL in tons of styles, prints, and fabrics, MeUndies has a little something for everyone at the table. MeUndies has a great offer for Upside listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has a promise. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, you can return your order for a full refund within 45 days. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com upside. That's MeUndies.com upside. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Kate. I need to see you in Las Vegas. And I wanted to tell Jeff that you use the back burner when Ellie starts walking because safety. And um, Turing, T-U-R-I-N-G, is based on Alan Turing, who developed the first computer and is credited with uh, being able to automate um, human interaction and computer interaction. And he also broke the Enigma code during World War II. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, this is Britt from Johns Creek. Uh, I am listening to this show about a week late, but uh, the two cats, um, you've got all the respect in the world with the uh, swiping right with their paws and the pina paladas, uh, Garitas, classic Jeff, and please keep it up dying here. Hi, um, my name is Jesse, and I'm calling from Missouri. Um, I was listening to the show today about the burners um, and having a favorite burner. I have a gas stove and each of my burners has a different function. Like the front right is for boiling, the front left is for simmer. So if it's not cooking as even, you might want to look into 
what type of stove you have and see if each burner has a different function. Love the show. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Lex from Dallas. Um, I was listening to 704 and you guys talking about the stove. My stove does that too on the on the front left. It's my favorite burner because it distributes the heat the best and I go to it all the time, but everything slides to the front. Is this like a normal stove thing? I don't know, but this is very interesting. Bye. Have a good day. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Hannah. Um, I was just listening to Monday's episode, and I am currently driving to work, and I'm trying to get onto Highway 85, and there's forced traffic, so the whole exit is backed up, and the way I would just be, you know, super annoyed by traffic and inconvenience, but because of listening to the upside, I was just, you know, chilling and just waiting for the traffic to pass. And I happened to look up and the Christmas tree outside of the Dillard off of 85. And it's so beautiful. And I would have not noticed that had there been no traffic and I had just been driving through. So just a little, you know, joyous start to my morning. And, yeah, I hope everybody has a great week. Love you guys. Bye. You can't tell the human brain not to do something. What happens is we very often reinforce things when we put things in the negative. If you go through trees on skis and you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, guess what you're watching? You're only looking at trees. As opposed to follow the path, follow the path. The only thing you see is the path. It's literally perspective. <laughs>